Welcome to Janan ICF Love All podcast, a podcast about how to live a God-fearing life. Each episode addresses how to use the Bible to answer real-life situations that allow us to demonstrate real Christian love. Now, here's your host, Pastor Joe Summers. Hello, hello, hello. This is Pastor Joe, back again with another episode of the Love All podcast, the Love all podcasts. Trusting that all is well with you because all is well with me. Okay, uh, the episode today is What is my purpose in life? What is my purpose in life? The lesson objective is to revisit the question of purpose in our lives. Uh, the primary scripture is Matthew 28 19 through 20. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. This is the King James Version. We also have the NIV Version. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Again, NIV version. Often when I chat with young people, or even older people, the question comes up, how do I know my purpose in life? Or how do I know what God wants me to do? These are very good questions, However, I think the question perhaps can be restated. It should not be, what is my purpose in life? But it's still, instead, how do I carry out my purpose in life? I believe that we as Christians should have the same purpose in life. I think that our overriding purpose in life is to follow his commandments, follow his instructions. Therefore, I reference Matthew 28, 19 through 20 as what we often call the Great Commission. Scripture, Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Some versions, like the NIV, modifies it to say, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This modification interchanges the words teach and make disciples. While it may appear at first to be different, they are both quite similar for it is not possible to make disciples without first teaching them. While we do not see the word witness, but I think I like to think of this as witnessing of God's love to the unbeliever and to other believers as well. Let's look at 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. It reads, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. We witness or make disciples so that we can teach our witness to others. 
John chapter 15 states, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. You find that in verses 1 to 2, and verses 4 to 6, and verse 8. Bearing fruit means to witness and to bring others to Christ. That is our purpose in life. For all of us is to witness and bring others to Christ. How important is this great commission? We place great value on the last words of an individual. These words are spoken by Christ after the resurrection and just before his imminent return to heaven. I think that they summarize why Christ came to earth. He came to provide an opportunity for salvation, not for me only to be selfish, but to share that opportunity with others during my journey called life. Let's look at the Great Commission. Go and make disciples was understood by the early church. The early church in Acts provide numerous examples of disciples actively spreading the gospel. The Apostle Paul, for instance, traveled extensively to proclaim the faith. You find that in Acts 9, 15 through 16, Acts 13, 2 and 3, and Acts 14, 21. And the Great Commission goes on to say, of all nations. In Genesis, God promised Abraham that all nations would be blessed through him. The Great Commission can be seen as a fulfillment of that promise. Genesis 12, 2 and 3. The story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch highlights the gospel reaching different nations early on, Acts 8, 26 through 40. The Great Commission also includes baptizing. Baptism symbolizes our identification with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. We find that in Romans 6, 3 to 5. Teaching. Teaching. The Bereans are a great example of believers who took teaching seriously, examining the scriptures daily to verify Paul's teachings. Acts 17 and 11. Timothy was mentored by Paul. He was taught from a young age to know the scriptures. Paul's letters to Timothy underscored the importance of sound teaching. You find that in 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17. What are the modern implications of this today? First and foremost, we need to make sure that we live with intentions. Jesus lived with the intention and purpose every day. He was often focused on his ultimate mission, regularly referencing his time or his hour. John 2, 4, John 12, 27. Thus, we have to be intent 
our actions have to have be intent on witnessing for God. That's our purpose. That's our purpose. The community as a whole. The community as a whole is the early church provides a model of a close-knit community. They broke bread together, prayed, and ensured that no one was in need. Acts 2, 42 through 47. Part of the Great Commission is for us to teach and disciple, to make disciples, which means we've got to work in our community. Means we got to work in our community. The global perspective is Paul's missionary journeys, Acts 13 through, through Acts 28, and the vision of every tribe, tongue, and nation before the throne in Revelation illustrated the global scale of the gospel, Revelation 7, 9 through 10. Again, going to all the nations, teaching all the na nations, discipling all of the nations, global, not just home, not just home. Okay. Abraham was called by God to leave his home and go to a land God will show him. The step of faith can be parallel to the call of the Great Commission, going forth into the unknown, trusting in God's guidance. Okay. Now, so I stated earlier, I believe that our purpose in life is to witness for God and demonstrate the love of God in our daily life. 1 Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Now, the question is how, not what, because we know what to do. The question is how do we do it? This is a little trickier, but can be answered. The Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit has given each, at least, at minimum, one gift. Probably more, but everybody has at least one gift. We find these gifts listed in Isaiah 11, 1 to 2, and other places in the Bible as well. Isaiah 11, 1 to 2 states, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, which is David, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom, gift, of understanding, gift, the Spirit of counsel, gift, Spirit of knowledge, gift, and the fear of the Lord, the gift of the fear of the Lord. And also in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10, we also find gifts identified. It says, through the Spirit, a message of wisdom, to another, the message of knowledge, by means of the same Spirit, to another, faith, by the same Spirit, to another, gifts of healing, by that one Spirit, to another, miraculously power, to another, prophecy, to another, distinguishing between spirits, to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another, the interpretation of those tongues. The bottom line is we all have a gift, if not more, and that we should be about building the kingdom of God and demonstrating his love. Our purpose is to witness and upbuild the kingdom of God. The question is only how. So I implore you to change your question, but well, what is my purpose? But start asking how best can I do it? And not worry too much about the how. It will come. 
as others around you will make suggestions as they look at your strengths and weaknesses. As the Nike uh, tagline says, just do it. Whatever you are, wherever you are, just do it. Thank you. Trust that you have a great week and be truly blessed and know that we love you, we love you, we love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Janan ICF Love All podcast. New podcasts are scheduled each Monday and Wednesday. Make sure to visit our website, www.jananiicf.com, where you can find weekly sermons and past podcasts. Please remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out. If you like the show, you might want to email us at loveall at jananicf.com and request a free copy of our ebook, Gems for Daily Meditations, and sign up for our daily thoughts. See you next time. Blessings and love to all.